Hi, welcome to Alfonso Podcast, and it's 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 been one week that uh, I haven't uh, uploaded another episode. But uh, they say late there are durustaya. But uh, this this week's podcast is quite interesting because this week I have for the first time on my podcast someone from the field of uh, medicine and uh, someone that uh, I really looked up to as as a, a schoolboy, <laughs> in spite of him being my classmate, and uh, someone uh, who's um who's who's had a journey which is quite different from most of my friends in in my school uh without much ado i welcome uh, afan to to our podcast hi afan hi ashwin thank you for having me um pleasure for folks listening to this podcast uh, this podcast is currently played on spotify apple podcast google podcast and other platforms do let me know if uh, you're not able to hear this podcast uh the introduction of our guest today uh, afan is a um, masters in audiology uh, completed his masters in audiology in 2012 uh, worked as an implant audiologist for 4 years trained in europe uh, is a clinical audiologist in saudi for 2 years like he spent 2 years in saudi um, as a clinical audiologist completed clinical doctorate from usa and now licensed audiologist in usa uh Afan is also a certified clinical research manager currently working on managing oncology study. Uh this is a great profile uh, uh on Tinder Afan. Uh, like I would I would ideally put it how how do you use it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually it's a, it's a lengthy uh, what do you call intro. <laughs> uh, but yeah looking at it uh, it's been a journey it's been some time that I've spent like I would say only if you talk about now oncology is completely a side thing which is which again I'm certified to do that uh, now. Uh, but uh, yeah it took me complete uh, 10 years of only studying audiology apart from working <laughs> wow that's great uh, so how, how how did you embark on this journey like uh, to to take up audiology did you did you have an idea because uh, predominantly within uh, india when you when you talk about science uh, normally we see folks taking mbbs and or uh, taking physiotherapy or, or uh, going for dental and most of our classmates went towards that side i also right. know some of our friends who are uh, moved towards dental so how did you embark on this journey right so if you remember i don't know my my goal was always to get into medicine like i wanted to be a doctor and everything and and my frankly speaking i myself did not know about this field audiology and speech even existed um so when i was preparing for my mbbs what happened was i i uh, fell sick for some reason and i lost my practice and uh, missed my rank like very close by though but i was getting seats in like pharmacy dentist and things like that you know that mset mset right back then it was mset so yeah so then i i didn't want to waste time and then my uncle he is an ent surgeon so he suggested like you know it's a close uh, field and it's a good field it's a booming area why don't you explore this field i started looking up for this field and uh, there are very few colleges in the country like i think in whole state of um, uh, telangana now and included andhra i think there are only three colleges um so so yeah it's it's quite difficult and i didn't know and most of the colleges were full when i was trying to get an admission that's why i couldn't get in any um, government institutes because they are all entrance based i mean private is also entrance based but the fees is going to be high obviously so 
yeah that's how i started exploring and uh, again frankly speaking first two years i was still trying to understand what's going on with me <laughs> it was just like any other field you know just kind of get, do good in your test and get good scores and all but then once i started doing hands-on um like i i say i'm mostly self-learned uh you know indian colleges how they are um when it comes to practicum it's not really uh, so equipped uh, in spite of being private uh, college so then um, i was i was like um, going outside trying to learn and i saw this field is good people kind of getting back to me uh, thinking uh, that gave me motivation that i was doing something good and it's also a field you know it's a it's what you call a generous field like it is something that you give back so that also is a feel of comfort and uh, you feel happy when your patients give you good feedback so that's what all a lot of uh, small small factors motivated me to pursue in this field and that's how i got interested and by the time i was ready to finish my graduation i knew i had to do my masters so i started preparing for the entrances i got selected for the masters and then i finished my masters and uh, i was also and immediately after that i started working for uh, the implant audiology company which is uh, one of the one of the only three companies in the whole world wow yeah so i worked there for four years that's 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 what was i was doing in india so yeah it has been uh, some long tough hard studying and uh, no time beyond studies like literally nothing except for i used to see my private patients in the evening i did have my private clinic too in the last year of masters but it was only evening clinics uh, so yeah that, that's great journey yeah so when 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 we hear audiology and, and especially some name and doesn't know the medical terminology um, um what exactly uh, does an audiologist do like how how different is it uh, than what we hear here in india also like uh, ent specialist uh, anything that deals with the nose tongue and, and yeah organ, uh, mm-hmm. how different is it firstly um audiology when we say audiology it's not just audiology it it has to do something with speech as well because there is uh, no speech without audiology or no audiology without speech so my me myself my graduation and, and masters is both in speech and hearing it's not just audiology so i specialized in both but i chose to be in the stream of audiology and how different is it from ent now when uh, for to begin with uh, my question is question is to you and also if uh, people are hearing the the listeners um what do you think is the primary function of the ear to, to listen to <laughs> what your wife keeps nagging <laughs> <laughs> exactly but so this is what a layman would think but that's not the primary function of the ear a primary function of the ear is balance the secondary function of the ear is hearing balance is 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 number 1 so without why is it called primary because without balance it's difficult to survive but without hearing you can survive so so we also treat balance disorders which is like a completely different stream like if you are a balance audiologist you probably would be a millionaire in america uh, so that's completely different stream of uh, within audiology so within audiology you have specifics too and uh, simple terminology in simple statement how is it different from ent coming back to your question is mm-hmm. an ent would only see the ear up to the eardrum i would mm-hmm. as an audiologist see the hearing up to the brain wow yeah so i will talk about the whole lot of processing that takes from a sound to travel 
from your ear within your ear canal from eardrum to middle ear how how is it uh, how the transmission takes place to inner ear through electrical impulses through the all the pathways and what not anatomical and physiological aspects to the brain auditory cortex and how do you perceive that one single sound for an example if you use the sound pa how do you differentiate pa and ba as like the as like you could you could have books on only this topic so when when you, when you talk about um uh, yeah, like hearing also in in correlation with speech um what kind of patients normally um uh, are are getting treatment or or part of uh, your your patients portfolio if i if i want to put it with lack of for the lack, sorry for the lack of other word no yeah. what would be your ideally uh are the patients like are these patients um, uh, senior citizens or uh, uh, younger kids like who who have difficulty in, in speech yeah so this this again uh, depends on what area you chose to be working like if you're working in a pediatric hospital mostly you're going to see newborns or kids with that problem but if you're working in a general hospital or a private clinic then you might see patients from all ages and again if this clinic is only specified for hearing related problems then you would see uh, patients from uh, like only about like having hearing loss or uh, in some cases some someone who has lost hearing after a trauma after paralysis after an accident <coughs> excuse me <coughs> uh yeah so so that kind of a situation but in some cases they just need to follow up like surgeries and things like that so you still need to know what's the status inside the ear that's what the ENT would look at what we diagnose like if he is good for surgery some infections uh like uh, tympanic membrane repairs you know there are holes in tympanic membrane right that's a common cause in india because of the weather and uh, situation there um you have like the holes in tympanic membrane your eardrum mm-hmm. so those repairs so so again we go back and they refer to audiologists and we make sure we give our diagnosis and we give them a, a green signal yeah this patient is okay go ahead for the surgery it seems okay so that's when they go ahead so it's all hand in hand it's a team work it's a lot of coordination that's why our field comes under allied medical allied medical mm-hmm. it's a term yep focus on the uh, what yeah um um do you also deal with uh, patients who younger patients uh, also who who are um, who find it difficult to have a speech um, like they because what i understood i don't know if uh, correct me if i'm wrong during lockdown and lot of the pa- pa- like uh, kids uh, who were born during lockdown uh, because they were so secluded and did not have a lot of connect with people around Mm-hmm. they have developed this um uh, developed this uh, where where they not able to have proper speech probably they are with the parents but the parents are on on calls or busy with with things other other than the kid at home and now they are having speech problem and this is because i've heard this um, in cup uh, in couple of news uh, channels and also um And i don't know if you know in hyderabad there is this place called swikarukkar where people go for yeah, swing, that's swing. where i did my masters from oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so uh, do you also see these patients or has like lockdown um, actually 
uh, shown uh, this side of of what happens when you are like uh, um, in this bubble where you don't get to talk with anyone as a young child yeah uh, so that's a great question ashwin but uh, me personally i wasn't there in hyderabad during lockdown but i can correlate i can i can answer that question uh, the thing is there uh, two ways of speech development when you talk on this speech one is through your auditory modality that is when you are hearing that's when you speak if you don't hear you cannot speak uh, unlike you know bollywood hangama movies where uh, he happily uh, hears but cannot speak for some reason <laughs> that that doesn't work in the real world <laughs> but, but in lot of movies that happened like he can hear happily but he is not speaking so unless you have an anatomical issue that's not going to happen and the other reason for speech development is um, your um, what do you call the environment that the child grows in like if you say a language development in a child happens how does the child suddenly start speaking telugu and not chinese but the chinese mm. in home like he's he grows while speaking chinese he, he doesn't learn when he grows up you know it's already embedded in his brain as he grows up so that's like the environment so this is like a very rudimentary example so it's it's like how do you grow up within the environment so now coming to the lockdown the situation was where they were not exposed probably to the environment outside except for the family now this situation you will see mostly in western countries where people are isolated so either way lockdown or no lockdown you have nobody within your own environment uh, like you lose touch with culture you lose touch with your language and things like that so unless you are um, within that environment or within that what you call stimulation zone it's difficult to achieve that in desired timeline like the standard timelines so uh, there was a research previously there's a real research you could even google where um, i don't know how people do that but there's a very old research where they he he took his two kids i don't know boys or girls but he threw them in the forest to have them grow in the forest to to see how the how how is the impact of how do they grow so obviously when he's is left in the jungle they are going to turn jungly all moglis so so now he is he's he, they are eating like that they are living like that but the only social experiment was to prove his point that you know society environment your family your culture is important for the child to grow up within the same repertoire with the same uh, cultures that you think you would expect your child to grow in so similarly speech works that way <coughs> looks like an experiment which uh, netflix sponsored otherwise why would they do it i know i know who would do that but he finally he did it for 15 years before they pulled them back from the and then introduced to society that's another experiment i don't know the weird people they really didn't want those two yeah <laughs> I, i mean i mean to for me i would have i would have been able to pass that judgment without doing that experiment <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a very old study you you can uh, if anyone's interested they could always google it so um, uh, you stayed for a brief period in saudi uh, how was the experience uh, and uh, how how different is it with the, the the learnings that you had in saudi now that you are having in usa uh, oh yes um yeah that's that's a very good question for budding professionals it it applies to all professions actually uh, so in india you know there are no rules there's no procedure talk about from normal living to even law and order there is nothing in in terms of 
so uh, but but when i went to saudi we were we are talking rules now <laughs> we are talking yeah. lot of details yeah. now <laughs> you better be careful <laughs> and, and, no i mean uh, those i'm not talking about those rules i'm just talking about the rules that are involved in the work rules as in now now everything is set forward now uh, saudi yeah. saudi they follow something called american protocol um so they they follow more than america frankly speaking because they are like literally copy and paste Uh, so if they are following any procedure or any um, process that involves uh, complete diagnostic or a brain stem reading or whatever, whatever that things are involved in they would actually literally follow step by step and give a very detailed report so this this was something a big challenge for me when i went to saudi and it took me literally at least a month or two plus language was a huge barrier like completely different like like when i was in chennai i was at least able to manage because i knew telugu so i was able to comprehend only it took time for me to grasp and start speaking but arabic is like like completely i couldn't even tell everything is good <laughs> i used to just give thumbs up <laughs> so, <laughs> so until they started giving me interns and who started helping with translation and later i picked up that's another story but my uh, learning in saudi was amazing it helped me organize myself it helped me follow those minute details uh, which are involved within the process of uh, involving with the patient talking to them and giving uh, doing all those tests and counselings and following up surgeries talking to the doctors and things like that so it, i i can say like it really built my base before i'm moving to before i moved to us because you was us would expect that but yeah they were very 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 strict and you know they would call in meetings constantly you're not doing this you're not doing that so i was always on toes in india chalta man aaj nahi to kal you know it's like <laughs> it's like nobody nobody cares as long as you do your job everyone's happy but no they they don't take you for granted They're like you know serious it's a serious job so yeah that was definitely a big learning experience and any experience is a learning experience for me yeah. how how was chennai like uh, you you born brought up your yeah. entire life in hyderabad typical hyderabadi boy uh, big fan of ritik uh, obsessed with ritik uh, everything to do with hyderabad suddenly thrown in chennai i yeah, know man though it's the same kind of like completely different culture yeah and i and uh, different kind of food different kind of uh, uh, setup how did you like make yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> no though it was a shock i mean but then you know opportunity calls <laughs> it was a great opportunity so i had to take that uh, decision and move to chennai uh, only thing i was fed up was like no hyderabadi food properly i was fed up of idlis and dosas man frankly speaking but then i miss yeah. them now right again because i'm in us but back then like morning afternoon evening you have idlis every time man so i was like um, yeah that was food was a big thing temperature was another thing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then uh, but mostly people were very accommodating uh, versus hyderabad chennai i felt people were very accommodating like hyderabad accommodating in another level it's uh, nothing comparable but uh, in the field that i work within the hospitals and within doctors and audiologists and they kind of um, helped me a lot they were very friendly i still have good connections with them i kind of they reach out to me if they have any case discussions and things like that so it, it again it was a learning experience but i used to be super busy because i was mostly a travel job i was taking care of three states basically um um, um i used to travel all over the india but mostly i was like uh, tamil nadu 
ಬ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಳೂರ್ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಕೇರಳ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅವೈಲ್ ಬಟ್ ಕೇರಳ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಸೊ ಐ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಟ್ರಾವೆಲ್ ಅಕ್ರಾಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಅಟ್ಲೀಸ್ಟ್ ಟೆನ್ ಆಫ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟೀನ್ ಹಾಸ್ಪಿಟಲ್ಸ್ ವೇರ್ ಐ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಕೇರ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಪೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ವಾಸ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ 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 ಬಿಸಿ ಟೈಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಲೈಫ್ ಬಟ್ ಟ್ರಾವೆಲಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಫನ್ ಸೊ ಐ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ಟು uh most of the times i never used to even unpack my bag and i'm it's still sealed and i'm still taking a flight lot of times i used to buy shirts and pants in the mall somewhere <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a nice uh, combination between a instagram influencer and <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it actually almost there but not there yeah almost you you could do vlogs and yeah <laughs> actually i i miss doing that like at this point i think back then it was for me only to prove myself right i was new and i was i was actually at that point i was the only one who was hired as a fresher in the company they usually don't hire freshers so it was, it was for me it was more like pressure on proving my point being available so you know i just did not think of anything i never got a chance to do think of anything <laughs> yeah um, uh now that you look back on uh, the infrastructure currently in india like uh, what do you see uh, that is uh, this is a general perspective might mm-hmm. might like uh, you it might be only for because probably you work more with in chennai bangalore and uh, kerala but oh, if if you do have a oh, like because you have friends across uh, the country mm-hmm. in the similar field uh, what what do you think about the infrastructure now that um, india is also uh, having a lot of developments within the field of medicine because a lot of folks from other countries are not yep. traveling to chennai mm-hmm. bangalore for treatment within the field of audiology has there been that exponential growth that you see normally in surgeries uh, that india is like expertise like most of the indian doctors and all Yeah man uh, so that was India is amazing um like they really really do a great job and in fact it is uh, rated i think number 2 in the best wow. uh, overall medical like if you see not just highlighting one area overall medical india is rated number 2 um one is obviously americans uh, two because first they are very detailed they are very good infrastructure they always have money india always have money so in india there is another problems why they don't have money <laughs> but because there is corruption in play but they always have money they have always so again talking related to field of audiology uh most of the small clinics that you see across i don't approve of those clinics because these are uh, clinics that will only try to push towards hearing aids like they make money out of hearing aids and they do not do do a great job they do not justify audiology audiology is more than hearing aids like hearing aid is only one aspect of it there's still lot to do but there are few um clinics where you'll really find good audiologists uh, you'll find great infrastructure they invest in their uh, place they invest in their instruments uh, uh, which which helps to diagnose a patient properly and uh, if needed hearing aid they have those things too and um, implant audiology is, is something that is really boomed up in the last i would say um, now i can say a decade but mm. like when i passed in 2012 it was like pretty fairly new and uh, another thing is it's not covered by insurance like in india there is no insurance so everyone has to pay from pocket and implant can start anywhere from uh, um what do you call it? like at least 
back then it was between 6 lakhs and 25 lakhs um uh, depends on what kind of implant like medial implant like i have even assisted for brain stem implants those are like all higher levels and all but for that price you could actually buy a property 25 lakhs man so yeah so some people do that as well so um, that that much so that the amount of frequency that surgeries that happen in india you don't even see in us it's just that uh, the numbers are more prominent in us because they have a good infrastructure they have insurance in play so they keep their numbers in track but in india you don't have all those systems but india is actually doing a great job in terms of implant audiology and uh, the government then uh, this guy who, who was the chief minister who died in helicopter crash oh why sir yeah why is that guy was amazing that guy was like like bang on for this program and uh, they collaborated his first cousin was the uh, um, ENT head of department in apollo jubilee hills so they kind of collaborated and started this implant program first time and uh, the only program in the whole country so where they were implanting all kids like literally all kids below 2 years for free mm-hmm. like whoever were the candidates like who can benefit from uh, like who were born deaf you know so he really helped that and then later chennai took over and then chennai became number one and then the same program started in mumbai delhi and things like that orissa so but then it started from hyderabad Oh. yeah so so they do have potential they they are amazing people is it's just that lack of funds and how the things process in india is difficult there are a lot of people who need it um, and there are also a lot of uh, people in our profession who make use of the situation but that's only um, that you will find everywhere yeah that's the most profession yeah exactly and when it comes to medical you know there is money people pay from pocket people try to take advantage of the situation that's always there so i feel bad for them but but that's how it is we also dealt with it <laughs> yeah. uh, i i also see in in your uh, uh, profile that you are a clinical research manager how different is it uh, with uh, your expertise um, as an audiologist and your you are studying uh, in audiology um, how different is it from clinical research manager is it like different field or different uh, uh, field of research or uh, how different is it as a layman because i'm sure i um, yeah, i would know the <coughs> no sure uh, so why i went into this field is because uh, my because of the covid my licensing stuff was taking time in us Mm-hmm. and what do i do in the meantime i started doing some course which is uh, this research management now uh, my major one of my major courses in audiology when i did my clinical doctorate and masters is uh, stats and research and i have my own papers published too like if you type doctor of you will find it on google too at least they'll give you the synopsis and things like i have couple of papers that are published so that research dragged me to this because somebody suggested like you know so this is this is basically in the industry of uh, pharmacy like the research management that we are talking mm-hmm. so now as a research manager i wouldn't do a research first hands on like i'm not doing any research i'm only managing the study mm-hmm. but but it's there are a lot of details involved because you are talking about probably say for example if if the research is on covid-19 vaccine you're doing a study basically worldwide there's there might be subjects which is as much as many as 500000 you never know 
or five lakhs. So we just don't know. So all those subjects to handle lot by lot, making sure every team is working and a lot of things that goes in the process. So I am put up in uh, on a study which is oncology based drug. So they are they are working, they are researching. Research is always an ongoing process. It always happens somewhere or the other. Um, so uh, I just got interested and uh, they were okay with my background being in research, being in the medical field of work. I understand the terminology, I understand the workflow and I have my papers published. So they were okay taking me and uh, I fall within their requirement criteria and I did make sense and I did the course. I got myself certified and I am um, also doing that uh, in the meantime. So hand in hand together, a lot of things to take care of. <laughs> That's a, that's a lot of things to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Only you could do that. Uh, it's, 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 uh, reading itself seems a little complicated. But, uh, oh, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of reading there. A uh, lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of meetings. There are a lot of readings. Mm -hmm. True that. Like a lot of uh, literature works goes into it. And a lot of numbers too, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, like like pandemic has like uh, changed most of professions, right? And also uh, designed it for good. Some some it spoiled. Some it uh, designed it for good to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. uh, any field you take, like even in the field of medicine, how much did it affect uh, the the field of audiology? Um, uh, has there been an impact, positive or negative, uh, after the pandemic or during the pandemic? So, yeah, uh, again, everything, humans are made to evolve. I would always say that. You kind of adapt to any situation. Remember the time when people were scared, like, for some time, I don't know about India, but here at least the roads were empty. People were scared and now at this point, nobody cares. Like, we kind of, humans are made to adapt to any situation. That's that's why we are called human beings for some reason. But then, uh, in again, when I use this analogy with audiology, what, what changed or what evolved in the process is, uh, audiology is strictly face-to-face -face, uh, business uh, because obviously it's a patient care. So you need to see the patient, feel the patient, touch the patient, talk to the patient. Uh, but the same thing now has evolved completely remote. So now you also have Im uh, options where you, have, you can see a remote audiologist. Um, you could uh, get your complete consultation remote and even there are jobs and positions for remote audiology. All this is because of pandemic. There was nothing called remote. They were working on uh, remote fittings before. Mm -hmm. Fitting meaning like you don't have to come for a minute, minute tweak in your hearing aid to an audiologist and pay a consultation fee, which is um, expensive. Um, so they were working on trying to do that part remote, but now the whole audiology is turned remote except for those major implants and surgical stuff, but just the hearing aids, the consultations, the talking to an audiologist, the consultation, uh, the basic test procedures. So that has become remote. Their positions have opened up. Um, so that means if I think of doing something part-time on a weekend as an audiologist, I might as well look up a remote position or if I, you know, it's, it could be my second or third job. So, so, so yeah, that, that things have changed. Patients have come to, um, it has become for patients to reach out to audiologists easily. So things did not stop. It did evolve in some way or the other, opened up new options. A lot of things changed after pandemic. A lot of, lot of things, a lot of people adapted different things in different ways. Mm. Yeah, true, true. Now that I think about it, uh, I would, uh, before pandemic, uh, not only think about say Practo one virtual consultation platform. Right now there are like hundreds like 
Uh, basic things uh, that any individual needs to do to take good care of uh, his or her ear um, or um, and make sure that uh, uh, they are able to like have this proper hearing and and and, and stuff which things are in our day control like accidents and all of this yeah. and all of these are like might happen uh but uh, what are the things that um, you would suggest uh, for uh, people to have a proper hearing uh, for long term for long for long time yeah yeah sure so uh, i'll give you very basic tips very down to earth basic is like first things first do not use uh the q tips the what do you call the earbuds in the ear to clean that's not meant for cleaning people think it's for cleaning it's not you're basically damaging you're you're making things worse when you put that thing in the ear um i know you have question <laughs> yeah, 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 i'm not sure that because right behind my laptop there's a ear <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I'm just looking at it like, i know when i say this to everyone no if you want you could you could verify my words through youtube or google you're not supposed to uh, uh, because if there is any wax in the ear or something you're only pushing it you're not cleaning it what comes out is only some part of it that's what you think is clean you you cannot clean your own ear wax uh, what you can do with the ear tip is just kind of if you're after bath or a quick shower if something's like um you know within those grooves of the ear that's what you can clean with the um, earbuds or q-tips but not something that you need to so nothing goes in your canal you should not put anything in the ear canal um yeah i have found weird things in ear canal so let's not talk about it another thing is uh, people are tend to especially the youth and young they hear a lot of music with the earphones constantly in the ear so for a long period of time it might look like nothing's happening but eventually it does affect hearing because you are basically he- abusing a given system in your body so simple example would be if you stretch a rubber band it's going to come back to its own resistance wherever it was but if you stretch it for like hours it loses its elasticity so that's what's happening with your ear so try to minimize the use of headphones earphones loud musics low frequency the bass sounds that's what attracts people is very harmful um if you go if you are a concert listener frequent concert listener use ear protective devices there are ear protective devices always available uh, it's just not uh, like the ones that are available on amazon would not be prescription levels based but they at least protecting you something is always better than nothing so they, these are the basic things try not to put anything in the ear and also uh fast driving these are very basic things which people do not know fast driving can give you infection or holes in your tympanic membrane now you would say how because the ear nose and throat is always connected um the the way the ear breathes is through your through a tube that connects through the nose it's called eustachian tube and if if there is lot of pressure in the front uh through your nose um that air 
uh, go inside and rupture your uh, eardrum over a long period of time now i'm when i'm speaking i'm only thinking of tom cruise doing a scene over the aeroplane i don't know how he did it so it's it's, <laughs> it's impossible so <laughs> so all those is movie stuff uh these are like very basic things people do not know about and we kind of uh, tend to educate and uh, also the patients self educate this only when they go through this you know when when you go through something you self educate you you learn lot of things within the same thing because you start exploring things now right. yeah so this is these are some things to know beforehand before actually the damage is done always remember hearing is irreversible uh, hearing loss is irreversible any infections can be treated but if the infections or anything results in hearing loss hearing loss cannot be treated so take care of your hearing uh, proper hygiene uh, proper maintenance uh, do not abuse your given system in the body it's a system hearing is a system complete a lot of things involved so do not abuse that be careful be healthy is what i can say any any tips uh, on uh, to uh, like is there any mechanism where you can make sure your ear doesn't listen to say some of your boss shouting or <laughs> wife shouting at you yeah for exactly yeah so for that for that i always say you have god's given you two ears uh, try to train your brain <laughs> the way in a way that sound comes in from one ear and goes out of the other <laughs> <laughs> like matrix yeah yeah think of it like sound waves traveling from here like animated and going away from here that's what you could it's strain your brain <laughs> On, on a serious note, yeah, the, uh, some of the tips that uh, Dr. Rafan has mentioned uh, is it's great, and, and I'm sure uh, people hearing this podcast are finding it valuable. Uh, uh, so, uh, Rafan, if if folks in India want to like uh, reach out to you, like uh, say for consultation or want to reach out to you for guidance, mm-hmm. uh, do you, are you available on any platform where they can uh, look up to you? Uh, uh, for consultation or for guidance or or just talking to you to understand if they are going to some some problem like this related to the hearing sure uh, definitely definitely so for all the viewers who want to re- uh, listeners and viewers who want to reach out to me for any guidance or anything no problem more than welcome you could always reach out to me through facebook because uh, i'm not on indian time zone uh so it's best to reach out through facebook put in shoot me a text on a messenger and i will get back to you as early as possible that that's great folks listening to this podcast um hope you had a great great time listening uh, uh because i had a great time talking to my good friend afan and uh, um understanding this field of science which uh, i basically wasn't aware of thank you so much uh, dr afan for uh, joining us on this podcast uh, this episode uh, i did basically didn't plan a lot i was just reading through my little understanding what <laughs> on the field of audiology but uh, uh, but um, uh, talking to you made it much more simpler uh, sure you was to consume uh, thank you so much for your time today on the podcast Yeah uh, thank you so much for having me Ashwin but at least i hope you understood you're not supposed to use those earbuds that sitting behind your laptop uh, do an animated slow mo you know throw away like bang and it's gone away <laughs> so uh, yeah but then yeah thank you so much for having me it was amazing talking to you and it was a pleasure being on your channel thank you uh, thank you dr rafan uh, folks listening to this podcast on uh, spotify google podcast 
uh, Apple Podcast. If you do like this episode, please go ahead and uh, provide me a rating. Uh, do give me your feedback, what you think about this episode, and uh, uh, do let me know uh, uh, if you want to have different guests on the podcast. Today's podcast was episode was beautiful, uh, insightful. If you want similar kind of uh, guests, uh, insightful guests, uh, do let me know and uh, do share my podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day, evening, or night, what, whatever time you are listening to. Thank you. Have a great day. Everyone, thank you and stay safe, stay healthy.